Holly G with the Golf Insiders. For this edition of For Your Game, we're talking to our favorite guru when it comes to the mental side of the game, the one, the only, Dr. Bob Winters, also known as the Confidence Doctor, where he hangs his hat at the renowned David Ledbetter Academy here in Orlando, Florida. Hello, Dr. Bob. Hi, Holly. It's great to be on the show. Thank you. As always, I learned so much from you about the mental side of the game. You know, talent is one thing, physical talent, and then it's managing that uh, six inches between our ears. Right, Dr. Bob? Well, I'm glad that we're really talking about this. I've seen so much here in the last week to two weeks on the social media about how the mind is the new frontier. We've actually explored everything about the body and fitness. And even though I really like that, there's some of us who have been sort of pioneers in the field. We've been talking about this now for almost three and four decades, about the importance of really getting your mind in the right place, understanding what a good thought can provide you, you know, on the golf course, what, you know, positivity and the sense of possibility can provide amateurs, professionals, and, and provide you with a whole different dimension to your, their, your golf game. So that's why I'm so glad to be a part of this wonderful new program that you're bringing here on the Golf Insiders, that we're giving all of our listeners a chance to really enhance their golfing acumen, their golfing ability, just by changing their attitudes and changing their minds. And that's sort of my trademark, because when you change your mind, you change your game. And that's really what we're here for. Yeah, and you know, so many times, Dr. Bob, um, you know, we can put up a big number just by, you know, making a, a, a silly decision or a decision in the you know middle of um, of you know maybe perhaps being angry because we've just missed a short putt you know on the last hole that caused us to have a you know a bogey or a double bogey, and you often talk about well we talk about course management but you talk about better self management and share with our listeners what you mean by that. Well, better self-management means that, first of all, you understand that this is a very unfair game and that the odds, the house odds, are always stacked in golf's favor, whether it's the golf course or the game of golf itself. Golf is always going to be your toughest opponent. So you don't want to beat up on yourself. And I see so many amateurs do that. They let one bad shot, one bad hole, they feel like they damage their rounds. And what happens, they take that emotional trash bin with them from that hole, that shot, and they parlay it and they actually carry it over and they make mistake after mistake after mistake. For example, I just had a young man who's a wonderful uh, high school player who was playing in a wonderful match uh, earlier up around the Jacksonville area. And I think he was one or two under, and he came to a hole where he actually hit it in the water, had to take a drop, scolded over the green, hit a poor chip, and ended up three-putting. So I think he ended up taking a triple bogey 
on this par three. And I asked him, I said, and what he did, he actually, you know, sort of dribbled over himself and went double bogey, bogey the next two holes. So at one time he was one or two under and he ends up shooting four or five over. And that's in the space of 10, 15, 20 minutes. And that happens to so many golfers is that they let one shot sort of affect their emotional arousal. They get upset. They don't have clear thoughts, clear thinking. They almost go into sort of what I call a panic mode mm. or they go in, or they go into sort of a, a cluttered mind zone and they're not thinking clearly, not making a good decision. So what do they do? They try to hit the hero shot. They try to hit shots that they aren't capable of hitting under that pressure situation. And they end up just sort of falling all over themselves instead of hitting the shot that they know they can hit a safe shot, a smart shot, a high percentage shot, because in my book, four is less than five, three is less than four, and we're trying to make the smallest number on every hole that we possibly can. And I would almost say to a man, woman, boy, girl, is that most of our rounds, they aren't because we're playing so badly. We just make three, maybe four bad decisions during the round, and that costs us maybe eight, nine, ten shots that we've just thrown away. And I think all of our listeners can can sort of verify and understand that. Well, I think uh, if they have been watching the playoffs, uh, they can really understand that because you talk about pressure for these guys. Uh, there's, there's nothing better, that I think, than watching these PGA Tour playoffs as – you know, they go from 125 to 70 as we watched this past week at the BMW Championship, now to the top 30. And you see, you know, the, the wide range of impact, especially coming down the last few holes of those guys that are right on the bubble. And my goodness, yes, we saw some incredible uh, putting by DJ and by John Rahm. But at the same time, you look at that five-footer that Mackenzie Hughes from Canada had to sink on the 18th hole, and you think about all that was on the line for that guy in terms of, you know, um, exemptions and, you know, guaranteeing, what, his next 10 years on tour? You know, that's, that's, that's your whole career. And, you know, think about all that was going through his mind standing over that putt. And he is a trained professional. That is vocational choice. That is what he does, you know, Holly. So the point being is for all amateurs and even aspiring players who want to get better than their best, what we need to understand, a McKenzie Hughes, you know, a DJ, a John Rahm, what they do is they trust their focus, they trust their execution, they get immersed into having a very preset, well-established routine. And so many of our amateurs hear this, and they hear, oh yeah, I hear that pre-shot routine stuff. But the great thing about a routine is that it sort of disassociates you from all of the what-ifs, this is big, all of the perceptual value pressure that you may feel, 
And what it does, it helps you focus on the physical requirements of the task at hand. And that's really what we call being engaged in the moment. You are physically engaged into making that five-foot putt do the drill. And if you can actually stay within those parameters and focus on execution versus focusing on what this putt could mean, how much is the value, and that's what amateurs do. They focus on everything, all the money, what people are thinking about them, are they going to look like a fool if they miss, are they going to be embarrassed, instead of focusing on what they want to achieve. It is very much that simple, a lot easier to talk about than to do, but that's why People like myself have been talking for years about developing an orderly functional structure of having a great routine so it keeps you in the moment and you have control over your own destiny by having a clear-cut choice, by having a clear, decisive plan, and then you can execute that plan. And, and that's, that's really what we're seeing here in these uh, FedEx Cup playoffs. We're seeing some great people who are focusing on execution, and they are really making every shot count. Well, let's talk about um, making every shot count. One of the things that's really helpful for amateurs today is the equipment. We've got you know, such a, a great mix of clubs we put in the bag today, you know, from hybrids to a variety of wedges. Um, my gosh, you know, Phil, every, every time we watch Phil Mickelson, seems like he's got a, you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth wedge in his bag. Uh, so you've got not only the tools to work with, but, you know, then just, you know, when when the when it makes sense, if you know, if you're in the rough and the best shot you got is just get it out in the fairway, hit it, you know, 120 yards with a little wedge or nine iron to get yourself ready for the next shot, you know, hey, what's the difference if you're hitting that wedge from, you know, 90 yards out or you're just making a smart shot and then, you know, like you said, you know, a four is better than a five. Three is better well, than a four. Absolutely. And, you know, my great friend and, and colleague, David Ledbetter, here at the World Teaching Headquarters, David always talks about golf as the ultimate mental chess game. And I talk a lot about that as well because golf is the ultimate problem-solving activity. The best problem solvers, you know, take a look at a shot. It is the presenting problem. What's the best way for me to get my ball from point A to point B? And you're so right, Holly, because the technology, the equipment that we have, if players choose to actually you know, investigate and get the best clubs that work for them, you know, they would be much better off. But so many amateurs want to play the clubs that Tiger Woods and the Dustin Johns, they want to play those clubs, and they play a lot of clubs that are wrong for them. But we have clubs, hybrids, we have game improvement clubs. We've got even these little square chippers from around the greens that people have problem chipping. So the point you know that I'm trying to make is in your course management, your self-management, take a club that you know will get the job done. I always talk about this 80% rule. If you're faced with a shot, and you're unclear or unsure whether you can be successful in that shot, and you can't hit that shot and be successful four out of five times, 80%. 
then you've got the wrong club. You've got the wrong shot because you don't need to be going 50-50 or 30-70 or going for broke like Arnie used to and hitching up the pants. And, and I can tell you for sure that Arnold never really hit a shot that he didn't really believe or he didn't really try out first in practice. Uh, but he was very, very a go-for-broke type player. But I see players do that, and they go for broke, and that is exactly what they end up. They end up with no money in their pockets. They end up broke, and they end up paying everybody. Why? Because they chose the wrong shot, the wrong club, and they ended up wanting to make four. They end up making seven or eight, where if they played smart and hit the right club, the right shot, they could actually make a, you know, a nice five. And I hear a lot of people, you know, talk to me about well is that a good par is that a good bogey i don't think a good bo well sometimes you even hear on the pro tour that is a good bogey you sure if, you're making a, if you make a five on a par four uh and you you haven't really hurt yourself and we always say you can talk to your scorecard you can talk about a bogey but it's hard to talk about a double and a triple bogey those things they leave a mark, and they're hard to actually come back from. They do happen, and you have to put them be, you know, behind you. And that's another part about self-management is the whole point about will you be able as a player to accept what has already happened, to accept it, to release it, to put closure on that event, and put it behind you and move forward to the next shot, refreshed, re-energized and ready to play that shot as well as you can so acceptance of you know what has already happened is a huge part of this game and if amateurs could get better at making good decisions hitting the shot and living with the result and accepting it and putting it behind them and getting to the next shot wow now we have really done something to help a lot of golfers around the world if they, if they listen to this message. Absolutely. Well, speaking of helping lots of golfers, I know you have a new program that you're super excited about. Can you share that with my listeners? I will. It's, it's with Ledbetter University, Golf Zone Ledbetter University. It's called Tournament Thoughts for Great Golf, Taking It to the Course. And what it is, Holly, it's 171 minutes of me taking you, hand-carrying you, two, three days before the tournament, right up through the tournament gates, signing in, warming up, you know, preparing yourself to play, playing one shot at a time, doing your post-round evaluation, and then sort of getting some feedback. It's really teaching people this is the way that you should actually be thinking, feeling, and behaving when you get into competition. It isn't just for tournament golfers. It's for golfers of all ages, all skill levels, and it's for players who have a hard time playing in front of other people, uh, players who have a hard time getting comfortable while playing for score. So it's all about this whole notion about learning how to compose yourself and handle the pressure and learning to embrace competitive scoring golf. And those who actually have listened to it think it's something so unique. They haven't heard anything like it. And so people can go into golfzoneledbetter.com uh, and it's called Tournament Thoughts 
for great golf, taking it to the course by yours truly, Dr. Robert Winters. And I'm, I'm very excited about it because we're doing uh, webinars every Wednesday, you know, on the World Wide Web. And I'm talking a little bit about it for about the next 10 to 11 weeks. And we've had people all over the globe think it's like something that's so unique, so new. But what I've always tried to help people understand is, you know, what's new is probably nothing so new as it is the same stuff that, you know, many of the greatest players for years found out on their own. We've just now taken this new accelerated uh, improvement software, and now we're making this sort of alpha wave technology available for people so they can just listen to it. And all you have to do, Holly, is just you know plug it in, listen to it you know, for five, ten minutes before you go out and go play, and next thing you know, you're sort of pre-wired for success. So we're, we're really excited. I hope everybody you know, goes to uh, leadbetter.com and checks it out. All right, Dr. Bob, always ahead of the game. We know that golf is complicated. It's not just between the club and the ball, but it's between your mind and your body, my friend. And you are the best in the business. Thank you so much, as always, for spending some time with the Golf Insiders. Well, I'll tell you what, Holly, it's always a pleasure to be a part of the Holly G winning team. Thanks for having me on. You're the best. Thank you. (laughs) 